Hello there, Dunder Mifflin Knights, and welcome back to another episode of the Office ASMR. This one's the big one. This is the Dinner Party, episode 13 in season 4. And I have thought about this a whole lot. And what makes this episode so iconic? Uh, the, the setup is great. You know, the premise of the episode, Michael Tricks... Uh, Jim and Pam, because this is a recurring thing. It's like every few episodes, Michael's like, hey, Jim, do you want to hang out? Hey, Pam, can we get together? Oh, double date. Uh, there's that great bit a few episodes ago where Jim realizes Michael has to go somewhere, and he's like, oh, oh, it's the night was the only night we could get together. And so the premise, amazing. Just incredible standout lines in the show, um, not just, you know, the hunter that one night, but then also, uh, one of the best, that's what she says in the whole series, and it's like, I think if that joke would have never happened in the whole, like, in the whole series, and this was the point that it happened, I think it would land, but I think the fact that, you know, you only get a That's What She Said every four, maybe five episodes. Um, it's incredible. And so there's a lot of good things about this episode that make it so iconic. And I think, too, I mean, you hear in behind-the-scenes stories, like the plasma screen TV scene, I can remember watching that and thinking it was so, so funny. And then you learn that behind the scenes, like, John Krasinski could not keep it together. And, uh, and it's like, it makes perfect sense. It's like, the, the episode was so well written that the actors couldn't get through it. And that's a really good sign because they're professionals and they're supposed to get through it really easily. So, um... Yeah, I would say this is generally regarded as one of the best episodes in the entire run of the series. And I'm excited to be talking through it tonight. So, um, we're going to get into the the episode here. Please make sure your sleep timer is set. Everybody is cozy, comfy, warm, and ready for bed. We're going to get into the dinner party. We start off with a little bit of chaos. Everybody's standing up at their desks, and Michael's saying, look, I can't believe we have to work late. You have plans tonight, Jim? You told me not to make plans because we're working. And Michael's like, oh yeah, I remember. Why are we here? I'm going to call corporate. And then the way that he plays of... Michael calling into corporate. These people are my friends and I care about them. I got off the horn with corporate. I told them where they can stick their little overtime assignment. Go enjoy your Friday. Everyone claps. Dodged a bullet. We should celebrate. You can, you, Pam, dinner, dancing, drinks. You said you didn't have plans. And Jim is caught completely frozen. 
And Jim explains, look, every time we're able to get out of it. But look, he got me this time. I'm starting to suspect there was no assignment from Corbett. Dwight wants to know when he can come. Couples only. I only have six wine glasses. And he says it'll be me. Me and Jan. Uh, oh, and then the A calls in. Andy and Angela. So this is one of the episodes where the the cold open ties in. The cold open is the setup for the whole episode. Like the episode doesn't really work unless you get that uh, explanation of the trap. The trap, which is the fake corporate uh, assignment and the dinner party setup. So we have our the office. Jim and Pam. Ooh, a little yawn there. Sorry. Awkward hugs. Taint our coats, babe. Since I saw you an hour ago, what you been doing? What you been doing the same thing? Pam. Pam said generously. Gives her a bottle of wine. And like the weird undertone insult. She's like, that'll be great to cook with. And Pam just subtle look the camera. Should we do the tour first or appetizers first? Let's do the tour. I don't know if that's a callback to um, the first time. The first time we're really out of the office is Jim's birthday party. And he's like, you guys want a tour? You know, let's go have a tour. And I think it's funny, like, I wouldn't show people around my house. Like, unless I had a a giant mansion, I would not. Like, oh, let me show you around my whole house here. Um, but yeah, then there's this little exchange between Jan and Michael. Like, you, get, you babe, no, you babe. You doing a little construction? Just redoing the sliding glass door. Sorry for the carpet. This is Jan's office. Never, never been used. And this is my workspace. And Pam is like, whoa. There's a lot of different odors. And Jim is like, oh my god. Bond, James Bond, fire. I'm Bond, Bond. Michael Scott, he does this like Sean, near Sean Connery. I just smell all my candles. Oh my. This is the master bedroom. And there's a tripod with a camera. And I think this is after the episode where Michael says to the women in the office that Jan records them and then they critique it. 
and that Michael it's revealed that Michael sleeps on like a dog bed at the end of the couch. See that he fits perfectly. I finally broke down and bought a plasma TV. And like this is a joke that's incredible, but I don't know that it would land as big today because plasma TVs were so expensive back then. Right into the wall. I'll just stand here and watch television for hours. And I built this table. It's either pine or Nordic cherry. Pam says he tried to set up my TiVo, but I didn't have audio for a week. Michael Joseph on Callaway. Jan says, I bet you are with a sharp dagger to Pam. And then Jim spots the Dundies. Either neon beer sign or Dundies. And we have the doorbell ring. Angela and Andy. Angela says no hug. What's up, tuna? We have some tuna for dinner. Tuna. A big bouquet of flowers. And Andy takes out one rose. To Angela, what am I supposed to do with this? Are we going to do a tour or start dinner? The Asabuku has to brace for three hours. You know, Pam, in Spain, they don't even start eating until midnight. When in Rome. Oh, the look of shock and horror on their face as they walk out of the room. Michael toasts to good friends. Angela is not drinking anything. An oaky afterbirth. <laughs> Let's play some music. Do you remember my assistant Hunter? He's an excellent songwriter. I wonder if this actor cannot escape this now because by the hand made me a man that one night and immediately Pam and Jim are like uh right wrong so wrong all right all right oh yeah Jan tries to get Jim to dance in his like little assistant so he riot fired him Angela th thinks Pam holds on to faxes. I don't care what they say. I just want to eat. I realize there's a lot to ask for at a dinner party. Now we got charades. Andy is uh, Joe Camilla. The state where Helena is the capital. Joe Montana. Say 49ers quarterback. My, 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 my. 
simmer down, says Jin. I was watching Jim's face. Jim just is an eternal state of shock. Michael and Jane are playing a separate game. Colin, how uncomfortable can we make our guests? Because they're both, and they're both winning. So Michael, I got a message from my landlord. My apartment flooded. Pam's like, oh, we should go see the damage. You don't need two of you to do that. That's true. Pam, I'll see you at home. I don't think you're abandoning a party all by itself. You can buy new stuff, but you can't buy a new party. And there's this like verbal or a nonverbal exchange between the two of them. Pam's like, don't you dare leave me here. I think no rhyming getting in my head. He goes on a Caribbean cruise. Katie Holmes. <laughs> but he's married her. It has to be a real person, June. Rhymes with Parnold. Governor of California. It's Oh my god. Oh. I think that that's what also makes this very universal. Is like, I think the this whole experience of being at someone's house that you don't really want to be at. Um, like this, the whole thing is easy to be on. Because uh, the next scene, Pam's very cold. And Michael puts her jacket on. Jan does not like that. Jan gives her kind of a serial killer look. Do you want the story about the broken sliding glass door? He ran through the sliding glass door because he thought he heard the ice cream truck. I like ice cream. Sue me. Don't say that because she will sue me. She loves to sue, and you see her sniffing her candle. That door was so clean it was invisible. Before Jan lived here, it was covered in smudges. You are the devil. And she's like this, laughing, I'm in hell and I'm burning. Angela, you shouldn't joke about that. Girls trip, come on. Not even close, she says. I don't have to tell you, Pam, after Michael takes a bath. What? I guess Michael has led to the impression that he dated. Uh, Pam and Michael dated. I've never dated or wanted to do anything resembling dating, Michael. 
Not now, not ever, not then, not now, never. Angela says, I know how you look at him at the office. Oh, now we're in the Porsche, so I guess they do have the PT Cruiser and the Porsche. I noticed you checking out Jan's candles. Did you know candles are the number one fastest growing product in the Centurella market? For $10,000, you can be a co-owner. And he's like, look, I'm in. There's a bunch of Lake Rousset boxes right there. Oh, Michael's like, I'm sorry. What now? We have Dwight and a woman. We came here to eat dinner and to party. Dwight is my friend. And I couldn't invite him because he's not part of a couple. And wine glasses. Brought uh, <laughs> glasses and a person. It's never whatever I want. Oh, the vasectomy. Oh my god. When I wanted to see Stump and Wicked, when I said I want to have kids and you wanted me to have a vasectomy, what did I do? <laughs> Jim to his face who had the vasectomy reversed at least he definitely didn't want it reverse back snip snap snip snap snip snap and Angela looks so concerned the physical toll that three vasectomies have on a person I bought this condo to fill with children she doesn't want to bring kids into this screwed up world Let's have a fucking kid. Oh, I don't know if I swear on this podcast. Michael says, are you serious? You want to have a kid? Can we come in? Dwight is having a, a pretty hearty... It looks like a turkey leg. It's too big to be a chicken leg. Yeah. Oh, he says turkey leg. Whoops. looks seems like Jan is a little bit a little bit uh, intoxicated a beet salad I know you love beet salad the thought of popping one of your beets in my mouth makes me want to vomit and oh yeah Michael says I hope she didn't do anything to the food I can't prove it but I think she's trying to poison me And she serves the, the first two plates are hers, Pam's and Michael's. I know Janet had poisoned the food, but if she was going to poison the food of someone at that table, wouldn't it be me, Michael's former lover? Michael. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. Michael dips the steak in the wine. Oh, sorry. Jim wants to know. Now, Dwight, 
and it was Dwight's babysitter. Jim says, can you write down your email? I have so many questions. Email? Never mind. Michael comes in. Okay, Michael had left, and he comes back in. Takes down a painting. And puts up the St. Pauli girl. Neon sign. Super bright. Dwight says, looks nice. No, no, no. I'm leaving it up. It ties the whole room together. Jan goes back and puts on her song. Jan thinks Hunter's very talented. I don't think he's that good. At least he's an artist. I'm a screenwriter, and I'm a candle maker. All he do is me to work on my rich friends. I would love to burn your candle. I'll be your first customer. You're hardly my first. That's what she said. And then she, when she grab, oh, uh, she throws a dundee at the TV. <laughs> Good luck paying me back on your zero dollar salary plus benefits, babe. Dwight's babysitter is like, I'm gonna get going. Everybody's, everybody's up, and there's police outside. I'll take care of this. Not now, Dwight. Nothing disturbing here. Just a nice dinner party. There was screaming, but my girlfriend threw a dundee at my TV. Would she get into trouble? Yeah, she'd be charged. I will take the fall. I did it. <laughs> Do you have anywhere else you can stay? One of your friends here. Jim, Pam. My apartment's on fire. Oh no, flooded. Alright. Bye, babe. Oh, now I get Jim and Pam in the car. I should have told you. I did something bad. I stole this. For you, babe. then you get a shot of Dwight driving Michael home and then Andy and Angela getting ice cream and he Andy sneaks a lick and she sticks it on the side of his car 
And then we have uh, Jan working on a new candle, right? Oh no, she's fixing the Dundee, that's what it is. Although that's, that's really the beginning of the end of their relationship. We got Dwight leaving his babysitter at the bus stop. Not cool. And that's it. One of the best episodes of the whole run. So, I hope everybody enjoyed that. I'm sorry for all the laughter at the back half there. I tried to keep it quiet. Maybe I'll have to cut a little bit out of there. But, I hope you sleep tight. Good night. This has been a great Scott production. <laughs>